Okay, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your absolutely favorite podcast. You know the name. Okay, we did it. <laughs> uh, that's that's the fun part of the show, I guess. Whatever. Hey, welcome back to Griffin with Griffin, guys. We got a special one. Well, whatever. I don't know why I even say that. We got a special one. It's just the same one, regular old damn podcast. This is what I do. They're all special, I guess. Rachel's back, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, talk about Thanksgiving. Had a great Thanksgiving. I made the turkey myself. We're going to discuss that. Um, but anyways, thanks for watching uh, Griffin with Griffin, and I appreciate you guys uh, being here. Uh, once again, you know, it's been a while, a few weeks, you know, this is weird COVID times. And I know I'm just like exhausted the subject of COVID. So we're not even going to get into that. But first, I want to say thanks for watching and make sure you catch me daily on Twitch. That's Eric Griffin Gaming. So make sure you check that out. And I appreciate you guys being here. You know, I've gotten some like so many different messages and so much stuff. So it's like, ugh, you know, it's like enough already about it. You know, LA just shut down again. You know what I mean? So we're shut. They're, they're shut down. You can't even go eat outside at restaurants. I don't know what all these like shows that are going on. I think they're all going to stop. Everything's going to stop again because the, 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 the cases are rising. So cases are rising, and it's like you know, it is what it is. Uh, and we'll see. It may even rise even more because people got together during Thanksgiving. So we'll see what happens. You know, what I'm saying I'm not I'm not an expert. I don't know what's going on. I just like to pose some questions and, you know, the, all these responses. I, like, I got, like, some of the responses I get, I got this really condescending response from somebody. Somebody sent me just, you know, it's like, you know, well, people act the way they act when they send you messages because of all the holes in your arguments. Like, like and he, he calls himself a fan, but he's just, it, it just was like, a, it's such a rude message. People don't know how they sound, when it, but it, I don't, I don't care, regardless. It doesn't even, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. So we're not, we're not going to go into it. Just I will, all I'll say is this is please, you know, stay safe, be socially distant. Uh, let's, you know, let's do our best to stay safe, stay healthy, do, do the best you can. Uh, are we handling it the right way? I'm just, no, we're not. And that's why cases are rising. And that's why all these things that are happening are happening right now. So we'll see. All right. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, you know, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Like I say, Rachel's going to come on and her and I going to talk about what, how, how we did for Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, I look forward to that. Uh, I guess briefly what I'll talk about, because I haven't talked about this in a while, but I went to go see my mom. You know, uh, I didn't see her on Thanksgiving Day because it was just the timing of it because they live an hour away from me. So it was hard to go see. But I saw her yesterday. I believe it was yesterday, whatever day it was that I saw her. And it was, it was hard. You know, my mom's got mild dementia, but it's just, I don't know why I say mild. It's just dementia, you know, regardless of whatever it is, you know. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a funny disease, really. If you step back and just look at, like, the things that are happening, you know. So this new thing, when my, so my mom got in the car, because I couldn't really go inside to where they are. I'm not supposed to, even though I could have snuck in, but you don't really want to do that, you know. So 
She gets in the car and we go on a drive. So, this, you know, again, my mom thinks her grandmother's alive. So, you know, even though her grandmother's been there for 40 years, you know what I mean? 40. And then, you know, it's a really strange thing, too. She was talking to me the other day about her uncle, her grandmother's son, you know, and she was saying like, oh, yeah, I remember him. And but she was like, oh, he must be long dead. She's telling me this. She's like, yeah, if he was alive, he would be like 99 years old. I, oh, he must be long. Like, he's dead. She can logically understand that her uncle's dead. But her her, her uncle's mother is still alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's <laughs> like she, you know, it, it, that's, it, it's hard not, you know, the thing you have to do is you cannot respond. It's so hard for me because I'm such an asshole. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest about it. I'm a comic. So I just, my thing is to like point things out. So we're driving in the car, you know, we're in Oxnard and we're driving and we're driving, you know, this is her new thing is to like, she keeps going. We pass a house, right? She goes, Eric, that house, that's the house I went with with my grandmother when I first came to California, that house right there. I'm like, okay. Like, you it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, in your main, I'm trying to tell myself, Eric, just let this go. You know what I mean? Just let it go. <laughs> you know, six more blocks. Same thing, Eric. See that house? That's the house that my grandmother brought. You know, she did it four times. On the fourth one, I was like, you just pointed out three houses. How many houses did you go visit? You know, and I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm laughing about it because it's just like, I just can find humor in anything, but... You know, it's hard, you know what I mean? And that's how I deal with it, you know? But it's just like, and I shouldn't have done that because I could tell that she was like, I could tell that there was a moment where she even realized, she was like, oh, I did kind of point out two other houses, you know? But then she just, oh, never mind, you know? And I just like, I just, let me just ignore this and try to like enjoy this time I spend with my mom, you know? And it's hard. I I find myself, I do avoid it um, and I shouldn't. I don't know if you have, if you have a family member with dementia, but you know, it's like, I don't have a lot of family. My mom's like one of the last of my blood relatives that I actually talk, that I, that, that, you know, I have a relationship with. So it's hard to, um, to deal with, but I have to just make the effort, you know, just getting her in the car and driving around, especially just for my stepdad's sake. Cause he needs a break. I'm sure, you know, I, I can't even like, man is the salt of the earth, man. So kudos to him. I love him dearly for what he's going through right now, and he is never going to have to worry about anything as long as I'm alive. You know what I mean? Uh, just for this bond that we share now because of uh, this horrible disease. So my, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that is dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's and all this, all these types of uh, these kind of brain diseases, and hopefully, knock on wood, we find a way to like cure it stop it you know so if you if if you donate to like your local whatever so make sure you do that so that was that you know i don't want to just start you know starting off on a downer but it is what it is guys you know that's part of my life i I talk about my life on this podcast and that's what it is it's riffing with griffin all right other thing uh that was happening is like you know they had the big fight you know the tyson uh uh roy jones jr fight listen i'm i don't like fights i don't like fighting i don't watch it because i'm just not into it i don't like watch I, i just it's too violent for me I barely like football. If it wasn't for fantasy sports, I wouldn't even watch football. It's just too violent. My buddy Eric Koch, he's been on the podcast. I don't like watching him fight because I just feel like one wrong hit, one wrong kick, one wrong anything, and and then what? He's paralyzed or or he'll never be the same, and it's just like I hate seeing that. So I do not like fighting. 
So I didn't watch it, you know. But what I did watch was, you know, I saw on Instagram um, they had the undercard, which was Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, former NBA basketball player. Nate Robinson, little dude, you know, he was he won the dunk contest. He's you know a few different teams, but he's just a dynamic athlete. So let's just look at it. Here's from Jake Paul's Instagram. You know, he comes in jab, punch, jab, uppercut, right hook, knocked him the fuck out. Like, bye-bye, bye. And it was not good. You know what I mean? It was not good. It, it, that, that knockout, do you see that? That sucker was, whew, man. And so I looked it up because I wanted to find out, did they have beef or something? Turns out they didn't even really have beef other than Nate Robinson just called him out. You know, Jake Paul, brother of Logan Paul, they're social media stars. You know, they've, they've parlayed their fame, uh, their online presence into a multi-million dollar business. Okay. The guys are filthy rich. All right. You look up highest paid people on uh, YouTube. They're in the top five all the time. Okay. The guys make a lot. Both of the brothers, they make a lot of money. They have a successful podcast. You know, they're just personalities. And then, and then, you know, they know they're not liked. They know that people, and so they got into fighting, which is also all it's doing is generating more money for them because they have these like exhibition fights, and they, and then boom, here here they are, <laughs> you know, making money. They're in a Tyson undercard fight, you know, um, it's crazy. So, anyways, they didn't really have a beef other than Nate Robinson called him out, like I want to fight, you know, because I'm a world class athlete, and you know, and he was, you know, first of all, basketball players are some of the most they're the greatest athletes on the planet Earth play in the NBA. Just just physical specimens. You're talking about dudes that are 6'5", physically cut. They run fast. They jump high. They're strong. I mean, to be in the NBA, you have to be such a physical specimen. So, And I get it. And he was a short guy, short stature guy, but he could jump out there. Uh, uh, the, he, was, he won the dunk contest. He just was like he, he, uh, a phenomenal athlete. And so he thought, oh, look, I'm, and I'm – and I'm, th- and I'm sure there was a racial element, too, of like, I'm going to beat this white boy up. You know what I mean? He got his ass beat. And the reason why is the complete and utter disrespect, lack of respect for the art form of boxing. That's what this was. People out here think they just putting on mitts and they're going to go in there and, they, and it's just, oh, I'm going to be able to do this. Nah, man. Listen, I don't fight. I'm not a fighter, but I have done a few boxing workouts. Before COVID, I was going to this boxing gym um, to, you know, I went to Glove Works in uh, Santa Monica. Glove Works. It's actually partly owned now by King Batch, a buddy of mine. He invested in it. It's a great workout. Boxing is a full body, great, intense workout. But, like, I ain't a fighter. I'm not sparring with anybody. You know what I mean? I'm just swinging my hands and hitting stuff. And then when, like, you're smart when you're hit, you know when when they're training you and they got their mitts up they're actually doing this too so they're moving forward while you're punching when you get that connect it feels and sounds and makes you feel powerful cuz when you hit that mitt and they're hit you know it makes a sound and you like oh i'm ready to throw some hands you think like i wish somebody would test me but trust me you're not really doing anything so like i remember the first time I ever did a boxing workout, and I know I've talked about this on another podcast, but I don't care. This is my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. Anyways, 
So Craig Robinson, a buddy of mine, he started to do boxing. He was like losing weight. He always goes in these phases where he loses weight. So every two years, Craig Robinson loses a lot of weight, gains it back, loses a lot of weight, gains it back. You know what I mean? Because I get it's hard at our age. You know, you got it. It's hard to stick with it, you know. But he was on a boxing kick. So I go with him. And uh, the, the trainer is this old, grizzly black dude. He, he might he might be like 61. You know, you talk like, come on, Eric. Get your hands up, boy. Get your hands up. You know, he's just, just a, a, a trickster. I remember the... <laughs> I remember he was supposed to bring gloves for me, and he forgot, and he tried to blame it on Craig. He's that kind of guy. Like, I told you. Remember I told you you were supposed to bring it? He's that kind of dude. So first first thing we do is I have 10-pound weights, and I'm walking on a treadmill on an incline. And I actually use that. When I go on the road and I want to get some exercise, I go into the hotel gym, and I get their weights, and I get on the treadmill, and I walk with the weights. And then I'll even do curls while I'm walking. I try to get, like, that kind of workout in, you know. So this was a hard workout, you know, because you know, I hadn't worked. I was fat, fatter than I am, you know. Now, when I do that, and then, you know, we do some, some, some drills, and then it's time to get in the ring for three minutes. And I got to tell you, that was some of the – that was the hardest – workout i've ever done that three minutes in that ring you know and this dude he got his you know he's 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 moving around me. he's like hit the bed hit it you know i'm hitting the thing i'm trying to hit i'm trying to move i'm trying not to trip over my own feet you know and then he's like hit it but keep your hands up he kept saying that to me keep your hands up keep your hands up you know and i, I wouldn't do it and then he cocked oh hit me in the face pow just tapped me in the face and i was like motherfucker you know i was <laughs> Initially, I was like, you don't hit me in the face. I'm trying to work out, you know, and then, but he was like, keep your hands up. You know what I mean? And then, so you, you lock in. I remember getting locked in, you know, and it was so hard through like four or five punches. And it was, I was exhausted. I got, I, after that workout, I had so much more respect for boxers, their uh, endurance, and what it takes to be in a ring for that long and throw that many punches. You know, you hear him throwing like 50 punches thrown or something. And I'm like, what? I, I don't even know how to do this. So the, they're so in shape. <laughs> At the end of the thing, I remember him saying, you know, it's like I'm in there for three minutes. It's the last like 20 seconds. And he says, finish the fight like you were in the streets. You know, and then I, I was like, this is what I did. I was like, ah, and then bing, bing. And I was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm done. Bye, 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 everybody, bye. Hard, and I, I it wasn't until recently that I came back into it, you know, before COVID. I was like, you know, going going there. Because that, that sucker, it's, it's just, it's a tough workout. So my point is, though, even I get how people go do boxing workouts, and because of the nature of it, and you're hitting the bag, and you're getting out all this aggression, oh, you think you ready to box, you know? You think you can actually step into the ring. Nah, man, you can't. And that's what we learned in this right here. Nate Robinson got embarrassed. He should be embarrassed. It was it was embarrassing. I was sad for him. But for him to think just because he was a world-class athlete, oh, now I'm going to jump into the ring with somebody who obviously trains. Jake Paul and his brother, They this is what they've been working on now for, for a few years now is – you know, being amateur boxers, you know, and fighters. So this guy, he put him to school, man. You know, it's like have more respect for the footwork, for the art of defense and boxing, of how to throw your punches, how to use your body, how to move. Like it is so much more than just two guys swinging at each other, trying to hurt each other. Like boxing is a beautiful sport 
after you try to do it one time, you'll figure it out. So I thought that that was just it, it was it was just terrible. I mean, you know, we we should look at it. Just look at it again. I, I probably you know I probably I've already been showing it over and over again. You know, right here, just like of how just devastating that was. But it's like, come on, man. Who he you know he 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 set us back. <laughs> It's like good night, brother. Good night. So there's that. My thoughts, thoughts and prayers to Nate Robinson and his uh boxing career. Other thing uh what I wanted to like just bring up is like, you know, I've been having these different thoughts and feelings about sex workers. I know that's weird. But uh, I remember being on this podcast, uh, Guys We Fucked. Um, I forgot the girls' names, but it's a great podcast. And we were talking about we were talking about prostitutes and strippers and things like that. And it was a very polarizing conversation because I got so many – the most interaction I've ever gotten from a podcast appearance, actually. So it was like 50% of the women would hit me up and be like, I totally agree with what you were saying. Then the other 50% would be like, you're an asshole. You don't understand. You don't understand what sex worker – you know, what that this is a legitimate business and all this kind of stuff, right? So cut to now years later, and I'm thinking about it. Because of COVID, I actually have a different feeling about, you know, how I feel about sex work and what and people doing it first of all, let me just say this i'm old school i come from an era where like they used to have on hbo there was this show called i think it was called hookers at the point or hookers on the stroll or it was something they had like a few of them where it was like hookers so when you think of sex work in my generation you think a hooker you think of a street walking drug using abused emotionally emotionally just broke down person hooker okay four different kids you know just in the system you, you know what i mean been to jail you know it's like there's this sort of demonized negative stigma you have about prostitution when you're my age you know because that's what it was you know that's what it is so you know what are you supposed to you know what are you supposed to do but cut to now things are different but i will say i'm not gonna sit here and act like you know I think that this is okay for everyone because I don't think that it is, but I don't think that we should demonize it the way we've been doing the way I have in my own head, you know, because cut to now I have many friends who these female friends who like, cause of, cause of COVID they lost their job or, or, you know, they got an only fans account and here they are making good money, you know, paying their bills, you know, so it, it's different, but th- Look, we can meet halfway because I don't want you to sit here and because there's a lot of people and I don't want to just start the discussion within the comments and people talking about like, what are your feelings about sex work? You know, are you one of these people that thinks like it's a terrible thing and, it, and, it, and you know, it should not it should be taken out of society? Or are you somebody that's like, hey, people are monetizing their look and their bodies and, you know, in a, in a safe way and they are making money off that and they should be allowed to do that because how is it any different from swimsuit models? I mean, look, you look on Instagram, man, you go to Reels. You know, like because I like follow Rachel and I follow a couple of her friends and, and, and you know, and, and just being a dude, you, you know, you see a girl with big titties and you're like, oh, who's this? All of a sudden now your reels that they suggest, it's all the same type of thing. And I can't believe how many countless these young women, you know, these, you know, 18 to 25 year old women who are just they just dancing. First of all, they can't dance. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. They can't dance. They in bikinis doing these suggestive sexy dances and it's just there like do they understand that this is for everyone that 
every single person in the entire world who is on Instagram can look at or, or TikTok can see you dancing like a like a stripper. You know, it's like, do they know that? So it's like, okay, there it is right there. And then a lot of those people have decided, well, let me take this as a commercial and, you know, hey, come see more and pay me for it. So I'm starting to have a different feeling about it. I start to go like, there, there's a, go do you, monetize. It's like when I go, it's, it's like I take my fame from being a comedian and an actor and I take it to Twitch and I'm playing video games and people are watching me play video games. That's me monetizing my personality. So these women and and men too, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of men on OnlyFans too, get, making a, making money. So it's like straight and gay, you know, they're out there just do, doing they due diligence. So here we are. Is it why, why are we have this stigma, this like demonizing of people who are monetizing their sexuality? So I'm, I'm I feel different. I'm feeling differently about it, especially when you know people and you talk to them. You know, there's female comics, man. There's female comics out here who got OnlyFans accounts because you know they weren't getting a lot of spots or or you know they were on the come up. You know, and they're beautiful and they're like, okay, well, this is I, I got to pay bills. You know, I don't have a regular job. I, I was, you know, people doing odd jobs and doing different things to try to get by to try to be an actor, entertainer, and they decided, hey, I got to go into this. What don't you know? You know, it's like, I don't know if we should fault them for that. So I'm I'm starting to change my feel for it. You know, it's just at the same time, though, it's like, let's not, but let's, let's meet halfway because don't act like if your younger sister, your young cousin, your young, uh, you know, young female in your life comes to you and says, hey, guess what? I want to be a prostitute. You're not going to be like, well, let me show you how to do it. No, you know, well, I would hope you wouldn't do that. So let's not act like this is an adult industry. So don't act like it's something that you could just talk to or say to anyone or feel good about it if you're talking to like young girls. You know what I mean? So let's let's be real about that. But at the same time, though, you go, the world is different. I mean, getting old, I realize, isn't about necessarily getting old and, you know, getting you get crotchety and old. No, no. What happens is you you lose touch with what's happening because the world is ever evolving, ever changing, ever moving. Music, culture, things change. And when you're older, you 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 know, you get stuck in like the ways of like, oh well, this is how I know it to be. And then the world is like, well, we've actually evolved and changed and the world's this way now. And you know, the ones that can't go, oh, let me grasp this. Let me figure out what this means and let me try to understand it that's people that can like thrive and stay relevant, you know? And I want to be one of those people. I want to stay relevant. I don't want to just sit here and be like, oh, you know, back in the day, my day, we did this, that, you know, it's like, no, you can't do that. So you know, with the, with technology, the way it is advanced, it has made the, the people in a more safe way for people to like be involved in that type of work. I mean, I, I used to, I've talked about this before, but I liken sex work to a casino, you know? You put a casino in a neighborhood and look, it makes a lot of money. It's fun. It's providing jobs. There are some, there's upside. The downside is there's a lot of crime and seediness around casinos. Pawn shops open up and there's a lot of like lives are ruined. I mean, there's a lot of bad things that come with that. There's good and bad. I think it's the same thing with sex work. My girl likes to listen to all these podcasts uh, and like she follows TikTokers and there's like a, there's a few strippers on TikTok that they'll come and they'll tell their story. And I was watching with her and this girl was talking about like, she was like, well, you know, you know, I could make $900 a night. I, I could just keep going. But she was like, I just had a hard night. The men were super aggressive. Uh, uh, she, the thing she was talking about this, the psychological effect of, cause I'm not, cause strip, strip clubs, same thing. Strip clubs, they're, 
that is just a seedy ass business. It's a seedy environment. It breeds, it breeds like this sort of like objectifying. You know, it it, it really amplifies the objectifying and how and, and of uh of the, the of the sex worker in a way that I just don't like it. I'm I've never been a fan of strip clubs. Uh, you know, it's just I don't like it. And and, and when you hear it, you talk to a stripper, you know, they'll say things like, "Oh, I hate men." They hate men because of the men they go to strip clubs, and they, uh, they don't, you know, they had bad experiences because of what happened at that strip. You know, so I'm just saying. So there is that side of it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, is there a, the internet is making it a safer because you know a safer way to be a sex worker because you have like the cam work and you know you 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 have a if you are if you are selling yourself if you are having sex for money, you know it's illegal in most places, but you know. You still doing it? People, people getting by. Um, now there's a more way to like track track yourself. More way to like you know maybe you fa- maybe they're FaceTiming with the person first and being like, hey, you know, you can maybe get a better sense, a better gauge of like, is this gonna be a safe situation? I mean, I don't know. I just think it's different. I mean, because I know that there's still CD back back door back alley sex shit going on, you know, but I can't think that all of it is like that. I guess is the point I'm trying to make. It's not all like that. There is some, you know, you have to start looking at it and being like, hey, we got to stop demonizing this and making people feel shitty about it. Maybe we just need to legalize it, you know, in the same way. Or decriminalize it is the thing, too. Like, decriminalize. I think that's, instead of saying legalize, you decriminalize. Like, stop making things that people are doing criminal activity. Uh, But, you know, again, it leads to, there, it is surrounded by child pornography and surrounded by, uh, you know, sex trafficking and and all that stuff. I mean, that's that that goes hand in hand with with with, with sex work. It's 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 in the same, you know, you know what I mean. It's in the same book, you know. It's in the same book. So that's why, you know, there are certain feelings in about it. So, but anyways, I guess I don't know why I'm even talking about this, but I'm just saying I'm starting to have a different feeling about it because listen, I don't. My, I don't ever mind being wrong about something, you know? I like to pose questions. Like when I was talking about the COVID stuff, I'm just posing a question. I'm just asking a simple question, you know? And people just attack me. They just attack and attack and attack because they like to hear themselves talk. They like to hear themselves. They like to like, they have their point they're trying to make. And they're not scientists. None of you motherfuckers are scientists, you know, most of you. You know, there are a couple scientists that hit me up. Thank you. But you did it very respectfully. The rest of these clowns, they just just some people that like hearing CNN talking points, you know? You're all talking point people. And then you want to hit me up like, oh, the holes in your argument is the reason why. It's like, you know what? This ain't the podcast for you, homie. So, but at the same time, though, you know, you hit me with some facts and some information. I'm going to add to my collect my, my knowledge and be like, ooh, well, I have this different feeling about it. Like somebody sent me, speaking of, somebody sent me an article about um, there was something about like some side effects of the coronavirus are affecting certain people a certain way. And it's like it made me feel like, oh, well, there's a way. That's a way you justify, hey, we have to you know, keep things shut down regardless of what it does financially to people because we don't know how this thing is going to affect people, right? So that's me, me taking that information. I'm going, okay, now that I understand. You know what I mean? But it's like I'm not sitting here like anyways. I don't even want to go into that anymore because you, you, guys, you guys piss me off. But anyways, again, I'm not opposed to learning something new and I just want to evolve and I want to stay fresh and relevant. So let's have a discussion. So, you know what I mean? Hit me up in the chat. 
hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up and, and make make your call. I, I like to look at the comments when they're not troll garbage. You know, you have your thoughts because I got some. When I talked about moving and I talked about renting versus owning, I got so much great information from people and, and good, great comments and great thoughts. So I appreciate that. So let's continue it here with this. Are you a person that is completely against sex work? Or are you a person? Are you pro sex worker? You think that you know should be like they should have more rights and freedoms and they should be treated like just like any other profession, right? So I'm starting to lean more in that in that way. It's still nuanced. It's still a broad subject. It's still a lot. Like I said, there's still a lot of negativity around it. Let's not fool ourselves. Like, let's be real. Let's be 100. Okay. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, this is all fun and dandy. Because if you were, if you were speaking at a, if you were speaking at a, a conference about female business, you know, female entrepreneur business people, you know, and, and then there was like a, a, a grammar school class there full of, you know, 13 year old girls. I'm sure you wouldn't sit there and be like, well, this is what I do for a living. I, you know what I mean? Cause you'd be like, oh, this is inappropriate for this, for, for what's happening right now. So don't act like it's, you know, let's, let's not act like it's like, like this 100% thing. All right. Uh, it's nuanced and I'm leaning more towards, I, I am telling myself, you got to stop demonizing these people that are doing this thing just because I have these feelings that are old school. So anyway, that's that. Um, so up next, uh, my girl's back, my fiance, uh, the beautiful Rachel's here to talk to us about Thanksgiving, crystals, and how I need to shower. Thanks for watching. Get a sound check. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Are you in? You're in. You sound. It sounds good to you. Well, oh, you I don't even know because you so. can't. Yeah. Are right, you good? You look very nice. Thank you. You look very lovely as usual. Outfit change number two. Yeah, she would not. I said you look fine. You know, she was like, no, I, I want to put on my shirt because I wanted to show my crystals. This is my crystal shirt. I don't. I, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. That last time I wore the shirt that I was wearing previously before this shirt that I'm wearing currently, I would sit down and it would runch up in the middle and it made me look very chubby. Listen to me And right so now. I thought this shirt just looks better when I sit down and everyone understands that. Okay. They have a shirt that looks better when they sit down. Let me tell you something. I don't care what that shirt does. There isn't a shirt that's going to make you look chubby. <laughs> <laughs> chubby? Well, you, you, this is chubby. It's that little stomach roll. <laughs> <laughs> but like the No, it's not even that I f feel chubby. It's just the shirt makes me look chubby. The shirt makes you look chubby. Okay. All right. <laughs> We'll just go with it. Has it move has, on. Has that like always been a thing where like, like when you go, oh, I feel fat or like, oh my God, this is fat. Like, are you aware like how thin you are to like say a real fat person? Do you ever think about that? Or it's just your own like, I feel fat. So if I feel fat, I'm fat. Yeah, I think it's your own personal or at least my own personal range of fatness. <laughs> <laughs> so like within my life, span of what I've been from like gaining weight to losing weight to like in between like I'm at my yeah you're fattest right now maybe <laughs> I think high school I might have been the same yeah it was just that like the bread 
<laughs> like oh, for a while, <laughs> for a while, he stopped eating bread. It was like when I started, when I first met you, I didn't eat bread. Uh, bread. You did though. On special occasion, like once a year. Well, on Wednesday, when we would go to a burger place. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year. Okay, well, who are you lying to I'm right now? Saying, it's like, not true. You ate bread all the time. Okay, before you, I guess. No, but you still were always like, I don't want to eat dairy. I don't want to eat bread. I don't want to eat cheese. It, it wasn't like you did, you know. But we, but every restaurant I ever take you to, you eat bread. Okay, I like bread. <laughs> That's why I feel a little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bread, like, uh... yeah. All right, I'm What's just I, I'm always curious is is like because I guess it's all relative to whoever is the person talking. I mean, we all feel fat, you know. It was just Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I know. Oh, you should want to talk about being fat anymore. Um, happy Thanksgiving. We had a great Rachel and I had our first like we did Thanksgiving ourselves. We cooked. Well, we didn't cook everything because Rachel saw her mom at the market, but we, I made a turkey, right? Right. I mean. I think it was the last holiday we spent with my family. You turned to me right after and you're like, I want to do the next Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so I remembered. And so I kept reminding you, like, I think we're going to do Thanksgiving. Should we invite people? I know. And then Corona happened. I know. Good thing we didn't invite anyone. (laughs) (laughs) We had enough. We could have served maybe three more people, right? Yeah. And Rachel made some delicious sides. She made a purple sweet potato sweet potato thing. With marshmallows, with marshmallows on top and, and pineapple. Yeah, it was so good. Sliced in there. And then um, I made some green bean casserole with yeah. Uh, bacon. Yeah, and I made then, the bacon. And <laughs> then um, what else did we have? Well, we had my turkey, the most important part of the meal. Let's get to that. That was so good. Yeah, I really... You guys, it was unbelievably (laughs) juicy. It was the best turkey I could have asked for. You know, but I I learned something. I learned some things that I will do different next time. But it really made me feel like, oh, I want to cook a chicken. I want to cook a a whole chicken in the oven, you know? So, And then we're moving. So that's going to be like a whole... I can't wait to do kitchen with Griffin in this new kitchen. It's going to be... Because I'm tired of people clowning me about my kitchen. You know, and Rachel talking smack about my about my place and then my kitchen. So now we're finally getting our own place. But let's continue to talk about Thanksgiving and then we can go into like your all that stuff. But um, okay. yeah. Because what else we... And then our, we invited our friends. Miles and Amanda came over. Amanda is Rachel's model friend. And then, you know, Miles is... He's a really cool dude, you know. Well, uh, he's her husband. Oh, that's but, true. That's why they're that's married. That's why. That's why they can't. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. They're married. Don't act like they're your friend. I know. I know. I know. It's like my friend got with her friend. No, it's their friend. You know. So they came over. You know, it was that was it. We just had two people over with us. And, you know, we had a nice little because it was like it was Thanksgiving. It was yeah, like it was, um, yeah. Amanda made macaroni and. Yeah, she made mac-, um, mac and cheese. Pumpkin pie. And they brought pumpkin. Did she make the pumpkin pie? Yeah. Did she? Well, we'll say she made it. (laughs) (laughs) It was good, though. So I don't know how everybody else's Thanksgiving was, but I think we had, I think it was like, I felt, you know what I felt? I felt like a, like a real adult. Like I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm providing Thanksgiving dinner for my loved ones and, and my friends. You know, I just felt like that. It just felt good. I was nervous about that turkey, but you know, we did it. Right. 
oh, the day before, you're not even telling people that you were freaking out, saying, don't do it, let's cancel it. Yeah. Like, can they not come? I know, I really was. <laughs> like, fr- why did you invite people? <laughs> like, what were you thinking? Because I wasn't sure. And was I was, like, like, frantically cleaning up. Yeah, Rachel fake. Let's just be honest about it. She don't like to clean up. She, You know, she's just, me- we're both kind of messy, you know, which is like, this is the only way you could actually work. Because, like, if you have a really clean person and a really messy person, those people, they're going to have come to a head. So we're messy until one of her friends comes over. And then all of a sudden, Rachel is cleaning. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a messy, organized situation. Like, we know where everything is, but it's a, it's a little messy. That's fair. That's fair. We, we could uh, clean up a little bit more. But anyway, she straightened up and all this stuff, and then they, they came over. But I was worried about the turkey because then Rachel bought the turkey. She went to – where did you get it from? Well, okay, so I was too scared to go to Whole Foods the first day. I was just like, it's going to be crazy. There's not going to be anything left. Like, there's going to be long lines at the register and outside. Well, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Before that, though, remember, I was looking online to see, well, let me just order a turkey dinner. Right. We were trying to order a pre-made yeah yeah a, pick a, up, a week before thanksgiving a pickup turkey like it was gonna or, be and ham yeah i wanted to get a ham already made sides yeah we, we but no pre-made dinner pretty much we couldn't find it anywhere no it was all sold out all sold out the so only that, thing available were ham dinners and we i wanted to get the ham dinner but at the same time i was like you can't just have ham <laughs> on yeah. thanksgiving well i started really looking into it and they come frozen eric I don't know if you know this, but they shipped they not ship it all, to you not frozen. All of the places. And then you and then you have to like pretty much bake it yourself anyway. So Well. Like I'm gonna bake a if ham. If I'm gonna next year. do that, you might as well go to the grocery store. I know Whole Foods bakes it for you and then it's like already hot. Yeah, they could have. But we, we, but there's a waiting list for that. We yeah. didn't get on any list because okay, we so, tried to do it like a week. At- <laughs> right. So I thought everyone was going to be a good idea. Yeah, because she's so fancy. She got to go to. Air Not that I was fancy. It was just like everyone is fancy. It's a fancy like bougie ass store that over, the overpriced store. Okay, I know that, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they just have really high quality produce. Okay. And I was thinking, if if I don't even get the turkey there, at least I'll get some vegetables there. That's what I was thinking. So I got some organic purple yams. Yeah, those were good. I got organic potatoes. Yeah. I, oh, she oh, also, yeah, made, I also made, made mashed potatoes, potatoes yeah. with gravy. And um, You bought all the spices from there? I bought all the vegetables, yeah, all the spices. Um, yeah, Rachel bought... Oh, no, no, no. I didn't buy the spices from there. I couldn't find... All the spices because where'd you get the spices because from? Because they were like, we, like on the ingredients list, it's like herbs, <laughs> <laughs> like like thyme, uh, basil. Yeah, and it, no it, I just couldn't find it in Air One because it's not like labeled, and I didn't know really what they look like. Just, yeah, you know, it was just yeah. Rachel, there. Rachel and our brother are, are getting on my case because I call thyme thyme. It's spelled T-H-Y-M-E. Fine. Okay, we're just like, no one told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? It should be fine. We're not mad. We just want to Ish. help you learn the correct a, way to say it. There's already a time. Okay, Okay. whatever. When I say what time okay, is it? Okay, so anyway, 
I see these little meal. turkeys in already prepackaged in the refrigerator section. So I like saw some guy walking right past me and I was like, oh, excuse me. Do you think this would um, serve for people? He's like, adults? No. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he was like, I don't cook. And I was like, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, let me get someone to help you. So he got, he, he was like, oh, we just got the turkeys in too. So he's like giving me the like Oh, you got intel. the front. Oh, it was a good turkey. Yeah. And so like the guy from the back, you know, who's like getting off his shift. Yeah. And so like, he's like, yeah, we just got some in. Let me get them. And so he was like, how big do you want? And I'm like, big enough for four people, four grown people. Four grown ass people. And so they come back with this. 18 pound turkey they put it in my cart and i just look at it Um, (laughs) (laughs) i take a few pictures i think i sent you a picture then i sent amanda a picture and then i was like at that point it's like whatever yeah i was like what am i gonna do like i think this is too big for just the four of us and then so I like went back to a different guy because the other guy left already and i was like you know i think this turkey won't fit in my Oven, do you have a smaller size? Like maybe like a five pound smaller turkey? Five pound? That wouldn't have been, it would, that wouldn't have even been enough. Turns out it would No, tur- like it was an 18 pound turkey. So I was thinking. So you, you wanted to go from 18 to five? No, just five pounds less. Like. Oh, oh, oh like a 10 pound turkey. Yeah. Oh, 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 right. I mean, that's eight pounds less, but yeah, yeah, something like that. And so they were like, no, all of the other turkeys, um, are already for other people. Oh, so you had so to grab it. Was it. Literally, Rachel, the only turkey available. You also got the the recipe. She actually got the recipe online. Oh, and then the guy tells me that the waitlist closed a week ago. This yeah, was, I don't know what we were thinking. This was a week. This was a Monday when before we went, Thanksgiving. When we went and did game night at Amanda and Miles' place, was when we decided, hey, let's have Thanksgiving together. And that was like over, like how long ago was that? And we didn't even think about like, oh, we'll be able to get to Turkey. Like, you know, we'll be able to do this like, you know, three, two or three days ahead of time. Well, we didn't. But Rachel found a great recipe online, you know, and you bought, she actually bought all the ingredients and stuff for me to cook it. So she had like fresh rosemary, fresh Oh yeah, then I go to Whole Foods for that stuff. Oh, and I bought all. They had all of the the packets of like herbs and stuff, basil and yeah. So it was like all that stuff. It was thyme, rosemary, right? Available for everyone. It was great. Yeah, and then I ended up running into my mom (laughs) looking for. I think I was like in the vegetable soup aisle, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like again asking a worker, being like. Um, where is the already made cranberry sauce? <laughs> and then my mom like heard must have like heard my voice and turned around. She's like, Rachel? <laughs> She's like, I'm making cranberry sauce and homemade. I'll make you some. And I was like, Oh, can you also make stuffing? And she was like, Yeah. Okay. But she didn't like her mom's stuffing. <laughs> It, it was it. She put pickle in the stuffing, and I, liked I it. didn't like it. I liked your mom's stuffing, we, but we have a lot of it left. But I liked if anybody her cranberry wants sauce. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants somebody to send you some of this stuffing, it was good. So, but like, anyways, like Rachel, you she found all the, the 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 ingredients. She bought all the ingredients and then left it in the fridge for me to do it. And it was like so scary at first. So I, what I did was I have the, my little chopper. And so I chopped up all of the stuff. I even you were you were gone. You had to go to work. But mm-hmm. I called your mom and your brother because mm-hmm. like I don't know if it was the rosemary 
it was rosemary thyme and i forgot what the other one is but it was like a you know a, a branch and it had very little leaves on it right i don't remember what it's we, called i forgot which one that was but i wasn't sure if do you just put the whole branch in or do you take the <laughs> leaves off right you probably just take the leaves off that's what your mom and that michael both said but uh-huh. the other one the, the soft one you could put the thing in like mm-hmm. the rosemary it was so soft that you could just put it in but this one was like these little leaves so i was like you know so i put it all in my chopper with a bunch of garlic i ground that all up then i got some uh the soy butter whatever the 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 butter from whole foods that's non-dairy and i put that all in the thing i melted it i put it in all the stuff and then i basted the thing i then you had to put an apple you had to put a lemon you had to put like and all the rest of the herbs inside then i had this turkey and thing ready to go i woke up in the morning nervous and scared put it in but it came out great so we had a good uh mm-hmm. it was great right it was great. The whole thing was great. I'm saying all the Thanksgiving itself was great. So I hope everybody else out there had a great Thanksgiving because we had a great Thanksgiving. So I don't know if you've ever, if you have your own experience, uh, your first Thanksgiving experience, you know, write in the comments for me so I can see what that's all about. You know, or send me your messages on Instagram, whatever. Let me know about your, uh, your, you know, your first time you as an adult had your first Thanksgiving. So I know what I would do differently, but I think it's a tradition, you know, we got going on and we should continue it, you know? Yeah, I loved cooking actually. Yeah, it, it was, was a little stressful. I was like, "Oh, I have to make three things." And because you had to work too that day, that's why you were like, "Yeah." But like, she still did it. That's what she was a boss. Made three dishes the same day. Left for work for me to cook the thing. And then we woke up in the morning. We we were like dancing in the kitchen and we figured it out. I even made breakfast still too. So it, it was good. Yeah, we have it all on video. We just need to put it together, so maybe we'll release it. And that'll be on our pa- on the Patreon. Um, uh, there's so make sure you look out for that. Uh, you know, you go to the the, the links so or we'll, I have it down below. The link down below. So go to the Patreon. We're trying to put more personal videos on there. So that was fun. So, anyways, that was our Thanksgiving, and it was great. So we are moving. You know, Rachel hates my place. You know, we don't, we don't need to go into it. You know, it's her place now too because she lives here. But you know, it's my place, right? So. She hates it, the kitchen. She can't stand the shower. She hates the water pressure, right? You, you want to go bitch about it? I don't think now? it's your place until you're on the lease. So I'm officially on the new lease. Oh, God. So it's our place officially. <laughs> Whatever. And so we went, we I'm so excited. The, we went, we checked the water pressure. It's, it's great. three yes. floors. But they don't need to know all the business. They don't need to know the whole the okay. explanation of what the place is. But we found a new place. It's nice. We're moving to it. Saving money to buy a home, and we'll do that in a few years. But for now, we got this nice place. We're gonna do it, and uh, it's nice, right? You like the, the the water pressure in the thing? It's great. The showers are big. They got his and her sinks. It's, it's spacious, you know. So uh, kitchen is nice. Like I, I can't mm-hmm. wait to cook, cook in this kitchen. I'm looking forward to that, you know. But then, um, you know, Rachel got crystals, so that's what all this nonsense is right here. Well, I thought. The perfect way to start our journey together into <laughs> this new hat home uh-huh. was to put some good vibes, good energy into it right. from the start. And I've always dreamt of having a place that I could put crystals. I've never had like my own place since college. Oh, wow. So, so now you got these crystals. Yeah. So, so th- yeah, but I'm excited. I, I, so I'm here you, to tell okay. you why I'm so excited about. Okay, them talking to what, the mic though. And what they mean. Okay, we'll just go one at a time. What they're for? Let's go one at a time. Okay, I have it written in my phone, so let me just. All right, go so here's this it. crystal that looks like 
a dude, just very phallic. I'm, I'm wondering why she got this one because this is very like this is a little dick right here. Okay. <laughs> um, describe the color. So what it like looks a, like. It's like a lavender uh, crystal. You know. Please don't drop it. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, why are you assuming? I don't I'm know. You just, you just have your hand like. <laughs> I got it, woman. Okay. Jeez. I'm not going to drop. So this one's like lavender. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now look, let look, me describe it. Look like, okay. This is called a spirit quartz. It's spirit light purple quartz, right. and smoky and sparkly. Yeah. It is considered a master healer. The spirit quartz protects and shields one's aura. This crystal will also heal and repair damaged auras caused by toxic and malicious people. It will purify all chakras and harmonize all energy in the body to assist us in reaching the spirit world. Spirit quartz is a stone that works well in a group setting, either social, sporting events, or at work, especially service jobs due to it bringing prosperity and abundance to a group of people with collective vision. Spirit courts facilitates bonding in home environments, especially when a new member joins the family. Okay. It stimulates healing and peace in homes with fierce sibling rivalries and reduces resentment and jealousy when step families merge or when older family members must give up their home to move in. So I thought, I mean, I didn't really know what the meanings were when I picked these crystals, even though it would sound good if I did. But like, <laughs> I was being honest. <laughs> I was just finding the crystals that spoke to me the most that I felt like I needed in my life, and so you like this little dick one. <laughs> well, once I read what it was about, it kind of makes me think like, okay, we're going into a new home, we're okay. merging families. All right. Like, it's just good energy for good groups for both sides of the family, whoever comes to our home. All right. So there's that lavender crystal. So that's going to be And what room is that going to go in? I don't know. Maybe the living room because it's good group situations. Or maybe your podcast room. We'll see. Oh, that's true, too, right? Okay. What about this one? This one is like, it looks like it's it's brown with gray. And it's very, like, shiny and sparkly. But it actually looks like, like just dirty. Okay. Well, it's called a smoky citrine. Mm -hmm. It is a mixture of gold and yellow citrine and golden smoky quartz. Smoky quartz. So this complementary complementary combination is very powerful, particularly in terms of grounding. The high vibration of the gold ray into the body, physical or grounding. Smoky citrine may be considered a superior crystal in terms of manifestation. Neither the smoky or citrine aspects hinder each other's prosperities. Rather, they work in perfect harmony with each other. For instance, the smoky aspect can draw negative energy from the self, and the citrine aspects will cleanse and transform the energy into a positive state ready to ready for one to use in an enlightening way. So manifestation and what did I say? Um, I think we got it. We don't need the whole explanation for every single one, just kind of like a brief. Well, they say with that, you're supposed to really just breathe, like look at the gold mm-hmm. and breathe it in. Breathe the gold in. Yeah, breathe the gold in, and it should give you a warming effect. Okay. There's that one. That's the gold digger special. (laughs) Wow. 
Just kidding. You know, we don't think that. <laughs> okay, this one's the most. What? Um, like breakable, the most breakable. It looks like really a, a blob of dog poop. Okay, I could see that. <laughs> you know? It also, to me, looks like coral. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, yeah, but it it's just, just looks just like very some like crystallized coral. dog shit is what it looks like. But this one's like, which one? What does this one do? Okay, this give me one, one or two sentences. We don't need the whole is <laughs> the crystal background. Vanadite, or it's a stone known for facilitating and expanding the mental process while also promoting action and production. Okay, there you go. That's all. So we need. it's good. Um, oh, okay. For long hours of work. Huh. This should go in the podcast room then. Or when I'm gaming, yeah. And it actually stimulates sexual energy and can assist anyone who may have trouble getting aroused. So maybe not in your <laughs> room. Maybe in the bedroom. Ooh, this was going into bed. And wow. it allows one to connect to that shit. animalistic <laughs> side that may right. have been locked away due to inactivity. So oh. like since maybe a coronavirus or something. All right. So this is And like, it harmonizes well with other crystals and enhances its in vibration. So I like it. I like it. Now all of a sudden you like this? Yeah. I, I mean, I like the, what you're saying about it. Okay, what okay. about this one? This and one so, looks like baby blue. Yeah, that's blue calcite. Okay. Um it's known to calm emotions and I've talked about this I think before on maybe the first podcast. All right. I don't know. Um, this is a new one you just got, though. No, it's not. This oh. one is the one I had. But oh, okay. We'll leave that there, then. I've got them all from the same place. All right. Yeah, so. she went to San Diego and visited her brother who moved to San Diego. And she got, like, all these crystals for the new place. So, yeah. So, we're going to have all this, like, chakra healing. I don't really care about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, I if don't. If you love it, I love it. So, it doesn't matter. I just love looking at it. It. It helps my anxiety. It right. it lets me feel like um, everything's okay when I look well, at it. Well, hopefully everything is going to be okay. Um, you know, like I say, we're moving pretty soon, so I'm excited about that. Um, one of the things, other things I wanted to like talk about, just some stuff about Rachel and I, which is just crazy. Like, so Rachel has this thing where I have to take a shower. <laughs> well, we have rules before I, before I go to bed. We, we both to have to take a shower, and we both have to brush our teeth. Because Rachel will not brush her teeth. It, that's not even it. <laughs> She's just lazy. She just will be like, I didn't brush her teeth. Who cares? I'm going to work. I have a thing on a mask, so it doesn't matter. You know, and so. And it's not the problem. That's is, not even that either. It's just like I wait. I'm like a procrastinator, so like I wait to the last minute to wake up for work. So like I just like I know it's a little gross, but sometimes I'll just like <laughs> get up, put some clothes on, and run out the door, and then get coffee and food. And I feel like even when you brush your teeth in the morning after you have coffee and food, your breath still smells like coffee and the food you ate. Well, you never really have like, like, and then I just come home and shower and brush my teeth. You never really have like breath where I'm like, Oh my God. So that's probably, probably the thing too, where she just has the princess breath at all times. I mean, I should know better. (laughs) (laughs) No, but she has this thing where like, she'll like, so now like I used to not take a shower at like I'm not a night shower. I like to take a shower in the morning. 
but she's one of these like you got to take a shower. So it, it don't matter what time it like. Well, okay. Even if it's everyone knows that a man a sweats, <laughs> and like they don't know they sweat. We know. <laughs> <laughs> so like the, like, no, the whole day goes by, and you sweat, and then you come home, and then I'm like supposed to like cuddle with you and you're just like a little greasy that's that's what she says to me i was like get your greasy paws off me your face is greasy your hair is greasy so then after like well you have this golden glow of just like (laughs) of those like lights that you use for your podcast oh my god so i'm greasy so then i have to like so yeah that's our thing so like so now i do it but you know every time i I just think it's very important mental health physical health cleanliness is very important i always so I think it's good that we both motivate each other to <laughs> be better people for just society in general. Yes, I do. If love not it. for kissing. Yes. It, it, well, yeah, that helps too. You know, even though, like, I don't know, I like all her smells. Yeah, we like dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Being hey, dirty careful, is not Rachel, bad. You're, you're, you're hitting this and this. Okay, it, sorry. That's all the noise that is getting. So people I apologize. Are gonna, people are going to be complaining. They're going to be like, what's that noise? But that's what that was her cheers hitting this. But anyways, I got uh, excited. I know that I'm, stone is working. Ah, it's just the sex stone was working, so we got to go. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking this. I'm gonna wait, start. I'm gonna start wearing this on the chain on my neck. Wait, it's gonna be no, right here. What? it will break. No, but I gotta. You'll have to get a smaller one. No, so then you could put it in your pocket and carry it be with ready you. Ready for sex at all times. <laughs> <laughs> my sex stone. I see. Listen, I have my wand. This is, is my that from wand. Harry Potter. No, you know what? This this lady in ten. Where where was I in? Um, Mulberry, Nashville. One of the waitresses at the Nashville Comedy Club. She makes these. So she heard me talking about Harry Potter, and she said, "I make wands." And she ma- and she gave me one. And here it is. Oh, I, it looks great. Yeah, that's right. So I have we have crystals and we have my wand. But anyway, guys, I, I want to thank my girl for coming on again, and I want to thank everybody for listening and watching, subscribing. Make sure you catch me on Eric Griffin Gaming daily on Twitch. And I put those videos on YouTube. And uh, the next, hopefully, you know, in a couple more weeks, uh, actually, the podcast, it'll probably look the same. I'm thinking of getting a new background for the new place. You think I should? Comment below. Should we do a... Yeah, should I have a completely new look in a new place? Or it's like you don't even need to know because it's going to be like this anyway. So who, 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 who even cares? We'll figure it out. Yeah, you could do it exactly how yeah, it Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one would even know. You moved? Um, but I'm really excited about that you know i've been at this place for a long time so it's like i, I do like going to a new place you know with my lady and we're going to be like have our place but anyways thanks for sharing subscribing uh thanks for being a part of the podcast uh, all your comments and all that stuff i love all that and uh you know thanks for supporting griffin with griffin you could find more content coming more on the patreon and like i said i'm on eric griffin gaming daily on twitch and then i put those videos on youtube and, and every week i on mondays Right after the podcast, I stream on YouTube, the gaming. So make sure you go check that out right after this. And thanks again to my lovely lady, Rachel, for being on the podcast. She's going to. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, we'll it was fig- my pleasure. We'll figure out what else we'll talk about next time. But uh, thanks for watching Griffin and Griffin, and I'll see you next week.